Good morning, Bridge. It's so great to have you all with us this morning. You can all stand as long as you're able, willing, of course. Yes, amen. Let's all join together in worship this morning. And I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. Men's empty praise and treasures that fade.
For he is good, for his mercy is everlasting. This is our part. The redeemed of the Lord shall say so. Those whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered from the lands. That's the New American Standard Version, but I want to read this other version. It's a New Living Translation. And it, and it kind of puts even more in perspective. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Has the Lord redeemed you? That's a question. The Lord, if the Lord has redeemed you, then speak it out. Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies, for he has gathered the exiles from many lands, from east and west, from north and south. So our part is to tell others about it. The hope that he's put inside us, the things that he's done, the promises that have been fulfilled and that are yet to come, that is our part is let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Of my free 
Amen. You may be seated. Hey, why don't we just uh, say thank you to our awesome worship team? Yeah. I don't know if you ever had this experience. When I was in high school, I had some friends who, you know, were like in a band. And, and it was really cool to be like, oh, I, I know them. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes when we get into worship, I feel like extra cool because I know them, even though I don't know how to play music at all. So thank you guys for helping me feel cool. Hey, I, I was um, kind of conflicted on how to do announcements this morning because you guys all know where this is going. So I, um, I just thought I'll just leave it at this. It is, it is difficult as a Christian, to be a righteous man in a foreign land. And so, um, 27-24, 49ers. Okay, with that, I uh, do have a handful of announcements. We have a lot to get, uh, get through, and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, in a moment, just invite a, a friend up to share something really cool with, uh, with our church. But um, I, I grew up a big fan of Pearl Jam, Don't Judge, but they have this documentary called PJ20, and I keep thinking of it over and over and over because I think Pastor Danny's 20th anniversary is PD20. So if you haven't heard yet, next Sunday, immediately after uh, our service, we're going to celebrate Danny and uh, Rochelle's 20 years of service as ser- uh, for serving our church. Yeah. We're, we're not going to go crazy over the top because I know that's not your thing. We're just going to have tacos. We're going to hang out. We're going to enjoy each other. And we want to let you know, if, if you want to uh, say some nice words or write some nice words, you can go in the lobby and there's some pre-made cards that you can just jot down a note and leave it in the basket and we'll make sure those get delivered. So we just want to make sure that you're able to come. If you're watching online and, and you're able to, we would love for you to make it a priority to come join us next Sunday. Uh, the next announcement I have for you is a save the date. February 16th is a Wednesday from 5.30 to 7.30. 30 p.m. It will be our, our last family movie night of the season before the time change. And so we want to let you know we're going to be watching, apparently it's a classic. I've never seen it, but it's called Ratatouille. Uh, I, what, what do you mean what? No, I've never seen it. It'll be my first time. I'm excited. But we want to let you know, um, bring your kids, bring your family. You don't have to have kids. Make it a date night. Come drive in, grab some chairs. There's concessions, popcorn, hot chocolate, candies, all that kind of stuff. We just want to get together and have a great time. And this is a wonderful opportunity to invite people to church. So maybe you see a young family on your street and and you could just invite them. Say, hey, we're doing something really cool at our our church. We're just doing a drive-in movie under the stars and you should come. So we want to let you know to do that. Um, In the past, it's gotten really cold. So just keep an eye on the weather as we get closer. Uh, The last announcement I want to give to you is because of uh, the Super Bowl Sunday coming up, the young adults have made a decision just to uh, postpone their worship night one week, and it will be uh, on February 20th. And so the normal routine is the second Sunday of every month. This uh, coming month, February, will be the third Sunday. So we want to make note of that. And the second thing uh, the young adults want you to know is uh, their ministry is going to be having a, a really fun just social hangout this coming Friday. And if you want more information about that, you can uh, approach the leaders or you can follow along to our uh, email blast and on our website and social media, there will be information about that. Uh, With this, I'm really excited to uh, invite my uh, good friend. Many of you know her, Samantha Reeves. She is going to come and share about an awesome ministry that's growing in mom's group. And I have a feeling that some of these people are clapping, Sam, because they saw your podcast. Did anybody see Sam's podcast? (laughs) Oh, yeah. She likes us, too. Isn't Sam amazing? We, we love having her. She's saying stop. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Thank you. Oh my God. I swear I'm not bringing the message today. I just wanted to give a quick announcement um, that we are bringing back our mom's group. Yay! 
Um, so we relaunched, uh, after a long hiatus, we relaunched our mom's group last uh, in the fall, and then we took a break over the holiday season, and so I'm excited that we're going to bring it back starting this Wednesday. Camille, you can come on up, actually, where are you? Um, so we're going to come back starting this Wednesday, we're going to meet every other Wednesday. We meet from 9.30 to 11, and it's glorious. Um, and so uh, I'll give you a, a couple more details in a minute. And most of you, thanks, Andy's shout out, most of you know my story anyway. And then thanks to the podcast, probably more of you do. Um, so the irony of somebody with a journey like mine leading a mom's group is not lost on me. It's seriously, I cannot even put into words the blessing that that group has been to me in many, many ways. But I thought I would um, ask one of the other mamas to come up and just share a quick moment um, with you guys of what the group has been to her. So this is Camille, everybody. Hi, Camille. Good morning. Yes, my name is Camille Kehoe. Um, Andy, I will maybe root for the 49ers today. I can't make promises. <laughs> my husband's giving me eyes back there. Um, but yeah, so I would probably be the poster child for a reluctant signer-upper for mom's group. Um, I don't know about you guys, but after the pandemic, when I started hearing about other things opening up um, and coming back, I was half excited about stuff and then half like, oh man, I don't want to add some stuff to my plate. My kids are a little bit older. They're all in grade school and junior high. And so I thought, well, I'll do it. Sam's awesome. Linda, she would make really good breakfast and coffee. Um, and you guys, I was completely blown away. Um, I walked in, you get caffeinated in bed, which are probably the two most important parts of a mom's morning, no joke. Um, but more than that, I realized that just especially in this whole last two years, and I'm probably just like a broken record for everybody, I didn't realize how much I missed just carving out intentional time. It felt like most of my days were putting out fires or trying to figure out what was happening next or just kind of shifting um, kind of on a dime. And it was really more exhausting than I realized. And I loved having a couple of hours where I could just sit. And one thing that didn't change during the pandemic was that moms have things that come up and they need each other. We were made for community. Um, and I love just, one, having Sam. She's amazing. <laughs> can't stop saying it. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, she would have a devotional that she would read over us. And it was just like a simple reminder of God's truth. And it reminded me of that verse in, um, I think it's Deuteronomy 6, where I would just keep it in my car afterwards. Like not only was I loved and prayed for and fed and intentional on Wednesday mornings, but for the whole rest of the week, I was reminded of God's truth that he was with me, that I was loved, that these women were praying for me, that um, I wasn't alone. And that is such a huge deal. And that while I have no idea what is going to be happening in the next couple months, because um, it's constantly shifting, the one thing that doesn't shift is God's truth and his love for you and that he has put these people in your life to love you too. So come, because you will eat well. Um, but more importantly than that, you'll be so filled up with um, just God's love and the knowledge that all of these people, all these other moms are here loving on you and praying for you. So. Wow. So that was, 
I feel like I don't even need to say anything else, but yes. So every other Wednesday, we're going to be meeting in room 117, which is over by the Fellowship Center starting this Wednesday. Like I said, 9.30 to 11. As Camille said, there's food there. There's coffee there. The real MVPs of our mom's group, though, are the people who watch our kids because we have child care. So yes, I actually want to publicly think, I don't even know if everybody's here and it's hard to see, but Jan and Debbie, Debbie, I think I saw you. There's Debbie. Janelle and um, Terry, where are you? I know you're here too. Terry, these women volunteer their time every other Wednesday and come and deal with all of our kids so that we can have a genuine break. So it's a blessing. Oh my gosh. So anyway, um, if you know of a mama, and we don't have an eight, if you have young kids, great. If your kids are older, but you still feel like you need that mom connection, then it's really for any mom who feels like you need a time that you can take and you're available Wednesday mornings from 9.30 to 11. That's who we want there. So it doesn't matter how old your kids are. We just want you to come and enjoy that time with us and take a little break, be filled up, fellowship with one another. We pray for each other. It's really been such a blessing. So I encourage, if you, maybe it's not the right fit for you, but you know somebody else who might benefit, then please, please spread the word. Um, It's been such a blessing and we're looking forward to this next season. So thank you guys so much for that. The other thing is, I guess I get the blessing of getting to pray over our offering today. Andy gave me the mic, so I'm just going to run with it, guys. Do you want me to just, okay, no, um, no, but I, I do, I just, I'm going to pray over our offering today. So we want, I want to thank you guys on behalf of the church for your generosity. Um, I don't know, um, there's, oh, look, there's three ways to give. Online, text, or by mail, or just cold, hard cash in my, no, no, just <laughs> do the, those ways. Anyway, I'm going to pray over us, and then I'm going to get off the stage. So, Father, we, we glorify you, Lord. We praise you, God. We we're so thankful for your, your presence, God. We thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you for this church. We thank you for the people. We thank you for all the different opportunities that you give us to fellowship with one another. We thank you for all the different ways that this church blesses others in the community and even globally. God, we thank you and we praise you knowing that none of this would be possible without your faithfulness, without your spirit in all of us. God, I pray for more of that. And as your people give generously to your church, God, I pray that those funds would be used just to further the kingdom of Christ, that people would come to know you, God, that lives would be saved, salvation would be theirs. God, that the word of God would be spread through all nations. Father, we praise you, we lift you up, we glorify your name, we pray over Pastor Danny as he brings the word. Father, we bless your name. Amen.
wanted to take a moment as we're in the middle of this song or towards the end of this song, wherever we are at, but that we think about what we're doing. And the song says that, um, that this is holy ground. And if you've read the Bible, you, you're familiar with that terminology, but to stop and to think about the idea of something being holy and holy as being different and set apart. And, you know, the, the music that we listen to, it's good music. But it's different music. It's holy music, right? And, and what makes it holy is that it's offered up to God from us, from our voices, honoring and glorifying God. And then it's this beautiful exchange where God offers his outpouring to us. And, and so what we're doing when we're singing and when we're declaring these things, very relational. It's, it's different, and I know you know this, but I mean, it's different than when we have like a tune that we really like that brings us to a place, right, where we're just sort of feeling it. It's different. This whole experience, this music, these words, it's different because it's holy and it's precious. And, and there's also an, an, an intimacy about what's happening in moments like this. That's why sometimes you get the feels a little bit, right? Like you, you get goosebumps or, and, and you get it in a different way than you get it in any other environment because it's holy. And so we have to stop for a moment sometimes in the middle of something to consider what's really happening and as well to be able to take full advantage of the opportunity when we read in scripture that we have this great invitation from God to come boldly to his throne of grace. And so this is your opportunity. And this is why we do it, honestly. It's, it's not the warm-up to the Bible teaching. This is an environment that invites relationship with God. And how cool that we get to do it together with our church family. We all have relationship with God. And sometimes it's a very personal thing where we enjoy relationship with God in our reading or our singing or whatever else. But this is holy. Right? It's holy. And, and, and so I don't want to belabor the point, but I just felt compelled to, to, to share that point. And really offer you the opportunity and, and, and maybe even the explanation if you're, if you're newer with us or, 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 or you, you wonder like, man, why do people close their eyes or raise their hands like this, this, or this, you know, or, or why, what's going on? You know, these, these are postures of worship. These are, these are expressions back to God where you begin to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and, and you respond to the holy moment, right? It's like you're engaging with him. It's very practical, Right. And there's no pressure. There's no one more spiritual than the other. Like the one that sings louder is more spiritual. Or the higher the hands go, the more spiritual. This is the part that, that you express or you, you, you give yourself back to God in worship. And, 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 I, and the Bible is very clear about these postures of worship. It's a, like, it's a practical way of saying like, here's all of me. Like sometimes I find myself like on my tippy toes, you know. And it's not that I'm, I'm trying to be more spiritual than the person next to me. Because usually my wife, she's way more spiritual. But... But it's, it's not that. It's like I want to just come out of my skin and go, God, I just I want to give you all. Does that make sense? So these are the holy moments that we're talking about. We want you to take full advantage of them. So if, if that looks like you sitting com- contemplatively where you're at, that's totally fine. If that looks like you standing up before God and 
That's great. The one thing I would encourage is, man, close your eyes because sometimes you got to block out what's going on around you and, and block it out and, and get a vision of him. And, and one of the things that helps me in worship sometimes, because I'm like distractor 9000, like I'm like squirrel, you know, like you, you, you just, everything is so distracting. Sometimes I just visualize the cross of Jesus. You know, what a, what a perfect thing. That's why there's a cross center stage too. It keeps our focus on the object of our worship. It's not the cross. It's the one who hung on the cross. You follow me? And so sometimes I, I, I do that and that helps me. There's other ways. That, another way that you can do it if, if, you're, if you're struggling to keep a focus is think of, of, a, of a scripture, right? Something that has really ministered to you that you know by heart. Begin to rehearse that scripture in your mind. And, and you know the cool thing about your mind is no one knows what's going on, right? The person to the right or to the left. But, but this is now a way of worshiping with understanding where you begin to rehearse God's word. And so we want to sing this song again, and I want to offer you the opportunity to have a holy moment because he's here. He's here. And, and the challenge is whatever your comfort zone is for your sake, not for the sake of the person around you. I'm saying whatever your comfort zone is, try to go up a notch. Try to go up a notch. And it starts with kind of closing your eyes and forgetting what's going on around you and having a holy moment, responding to the invitation of coming to his throne of grace without him finding fault in you because he's that good. Amen? Amen. If you guys could lead us again.
Lord, we know where your presence is, there's healing. We know where your presence is, that there is fullness of joy. And God, I speak those two things over this place, God, over our hearts, that you would bring healing. You would bring it physically to those who are in need, and you'd bring it emotionally, you'd bring it um, spiritually, God, that in every way you would heal us from captivity or the captivity and the lies of the enemy, that, God, you would begin to bring freedom over us now. God, freedom to worship you as you had longed for your children of Israel to be released from slavery so they would be free to worship you. And in order to worship you, they had to know who you were and who you are. God, may we know you more in your presence right now, God, I pray. And, Lord, I pray that there would be the lifting of heaviness off the shoulders of your people, the oppression in the world that we live in that seems to just stick to us, God. We, we pray that you would lift that off because you came to set the captives free, to do the great exchange from a, a, a garment of heaviness to one of praise. So God, we do, we, we participate in that, taking you up on your promise to offload the things that are heavy and to put back on something that's light, a garment of praise. Bless your people, God. May they know you more. And I pray that even right now, as we're standing in your presence or sitting or whatever posture we find ourselves in, I just speak healing in this moment now. You can do it all by yourself, God, and thank you. Thank you that you invite us in and you give us authority to speak that healing as well. We honor you, God. We honor you in this place in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen.